So, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for tonight. We give you praise for who you are and for all that you always do and all that you have done. Tonight is the day that you have made, and we have gathered under your feet, the Lord, that we may hear your word, that we may receive instruction, that we may receive your word so that we may run forward in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tonight, I am in your hands and I'm in your care. I dip myself in the blood of Jesus. I declare that I am covered from the crown of my head to the source of my feet. I am covered with the blood of Jesus. And so is everyone that is under the sound of my voice and that is listening to me. The Lord, oh God, the Lord God, cover you. The Lord God show you his mercy. May his cause his face to shine upon you. I declare that by virtue of you coming here, whether you are on the Facebook or whether you are on the Zoom line, your life will never be the same again. I pray that tonight, by the time we live here, you have an encounter with the heavens and you have an encounter with the heavens. Your speed shall increase and you shall run to the mountaintop for where your blessing belongs. There you will get to as sure as this God lives in Jesus' mighty, mighty, mighty name. And somebody say amen. 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 So tonight is the first night of our conference. God bless you, my brother, Bismarck Autry. God bless you. God bless you wherever you are in this season of your life. May you have an encounter with Elohim and may he show you his favor in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Tonight, we are going to go into the word. And this conference was put together by the Covenant Place Ministries team. And the intention and the purpose for this meeting is that that we may know and begin to walk in that which God has prepared, that we may walk in the right place. In this life, the saddest thing that can happen to anybody is to be walking, but walking in the wrong places. And so when you are able to understand the seasons and the times and what you need to do and the right way to go, I tell you, you are able to forgo all the stress. You are able to forgo all the frustrations. You are able to forgo all the pain and get to your destination on time and enjoy the blessings that is due you. And so one of the things that ending Christian or any believer must know is that there comes a time that you must hear the voice of the father. The voice of the father carries weight. So when the father releases a blessing over his children, when the father releases a blessing, it carries a lot of weight. It carries a lot of grace. It carries a lot of power. And so, a release of the Father's blessing is something that is going to shift your attention from what you have always known to another level of blessing. And the question you may be asking, who is the Father 
And Father, now what did you write this thing down? A father is the one that stands in the gap and in the place of covenant for his family. I'll say that again. A father is the one that stands in the gap and in the place of covenant for his family. I want you to know and I want you to understand that, listen, when I'm speaking of a father, I am not just talking about the male figure because there are mothers or there are women that have been standing in this, in this gap and in this place of covenant for their family for a long, long, long time. So when I speak of a father, I am speaking not just in the form of a male figure, but I'm speaking as a person who stands in the place of covenant. I hope somebody, you are hearing me. So the person that is able to position him or herself and stand in the gap and in the place of covenant for his children or for his family, that individual qualifies to become a father. And what does a father do? A father protects his offspring or his children. The father defends his children. The father supports and encourages and builds up his children. Tonight, somebody, I want you to be blessed. Please don't sleep. If you can wake up, wake up. If you are laying on the bed, get up from that bed because you don't want to miss the mysteries of life that can change the course of your life and that of your children and your children's children for the season that is coming. So a father protects his children and his family. A father defends his family. And the father supports and encourages and builds up his family. Another important thing that a father does is that a father paves the way for his children or his family. If a father cannot pave the way for his children, that individual does not qualify to become a father. A father must not stand in competition with his children. No way. Rather, it is your responsibility as a father to pave the way for your children so that they can do well. They are the ones that are coming after you. I've heard many say that, do you know how I suffered before I got here? You think I'm going to make it easy for you? A good father will never ever utter such a word unto his children. A good father must make sure that he goes through it so that his children will have it easy. A father paves the way for his family. And as I said, when I speak of a father in this context, I am not just speaking of the male figure, but I'm speaking in terms of a person, the individual that positioned him or herself to stand in the gap for his children or for his family, his or her family. 
the father must bring himself to a place where you say, I will protect my family. I will protect my own. A father must come to a place where he says that I would defend my family or my children. A father must support. A father must encourage. A father should not stand and tear the children down. A father must discipline, but in discipline, you discipline them in love and encourage them to stand. Even when they fall, they must stand. A father must not discourage. A father must not kill the joy and the hope of his children. A father must pave the way. The father is the one that you go to and tell him that, Daddy, I have something going on. And he says, yes, I have ideas. I can show you. I can connect you to the right places. Even though I may not be able to go with you, but I will show you the way forward. That is the mark of a father. I'm speaking concerning a release of the father's blessing. So I just spoken to you concerning who a father is. One of the things you need to know also is when we're speaking of a release of the Father's blessing, the word release comes into question. What do we mean when we say to release? To release means to allow something or somebody to move or to act or to flow freely. Is somebody hearing me? <laughs> Tonight I came under the unction and the influence of the Holy Ghost and with revelation and insight to unpack and to, um, to open the mysteries of the word of God to you. If you will hear the word of God and hear it well, it will help you. It will carry you. You will jump a lot of hoops from where you are standing. You will jump the hoops to another level to release me to allow something or somebody to move or to act or to flow feeling. And so a father must release, a father must move his children, a father must push them into the things that are good, a father allow them to flow in this life. A father must not block his children. Rather, a father must make sure that he moves the impediments so that the children can flow in this life. This life, everybody needs somebody to help them. But when you find a father, and I keep on saying, I am not just talking about a male figure. No, I am talking about a father, somebody who stands in the gap for his children, somebody who will encourage his children when they are going through difficulty and they come to you, you will listen and you tell them that I see you are going through stuff, but it is well with you. I see you are not well, but I pray for you that you will be healed. I see things are not going right, but let me tell you that God is going to make a way. A father is the one that can say to I see you are going through this stuff. I don't have enough, but let me write you something small. It is just $100. Take this $100 and, and then use it. It may not be able to solve all your problems, but it will help 
some way, somehow, a father put himself in the place of his children. No wonder. And I said, no wonder when Jesus Christ, after he had preached the multitude, the disciples said to them, say, Master, we cannot feed all of these people, so let us send them home. Jesus said, are you kidding me? What kind of a father does that? A father must make a way. A father must provide. And so he says, go and see if you can find bread and fish. And look and behold, they went and they found a boy that had three loaves of bread and five pieces of fish and they brought it unto Jesus and Jesus being the father he blessed him and they gave it to them and Bible says that and they sat down in numbers and they ate and after that they carried several over 30 baskets of broken pieces or piece leftovers a father is that feeds a father is the one that understands I cannot let my children go hungry. I need to do something. I need to find a way. In the name of Jesus. Father must release his children. Release your children into the blessing. Release them into the blessing. God bless you for sharing everybody. Amen. Facebook and you've said, God bless you. Release your children into a blessing. Carry them into a place where they will see the blessings of God. And now I am moving to the, another important point. So I've spoken to you about Father, and I've spoken to you about the release. What it means to release, to allow a flow, to allow. Don't be an impediment. Let me tell you, you are not the only one who is anointed. You understand that? You are not the only one who stands in the presence of God. There have been men and women of God who have come and they have gone, allow your children to learn, allow them to make mistakes, but correct them and tell them that son, you made a mistake, but I still love you and I want you to do one. I want you to position yourself very well because there is wisdom in doing things and doing it right when you yeah. do it you shall be happy when you make the mistakes the mistakes will put you down but don't stay down there make sure you rise up again for that mm -hmm. of a person that stands in the place of a covenant mm -hmm. amen this is so true thank you lord jesus is she can me is the enemy thank you now, concerning the blessing speak of a blessing what mean to bless means to pronounce words or to confer or to evoke divine favor upon a being or upon a thing i will i will, I will say that again and hear this to bless means what to pronounce words or to confer or evoke divine favor upon a being or upon a thing, or to look favorably upon a thing. That is what it means to bless, to pronounce words. The key thing here is words. I want you to take note of that. To bless means what? To pronounce or to evoke words. Words of divine 
favor upon them. You must be careful the kind of words that comes out of your mouth. And so when you look at Genesis, the chapter number one, when you go to the verse number 22, it was the first time the word bless or blessing or blessed was used. Now this is God speaking over here. He pronounced blessings upon non-living things. And if you can go to Genesis 1.32, you will see what I'm talking to you over there. Genesis 1, the verse number 22. The verse number 22, real quick, you will see over there that it happened. So Genesis, the chapter number one, the verse number 22. This and God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply. As a matter of fact, read from verse 21. It will give you a proper context. Verse 20. Then God said, let the waters abound with abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the feminine of the heavens. So God, verse 21. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded according to their kind, and everything winged birds according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Verse 22, and God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply. So this is God evoking words. God spoke words to these things and say what? Be fruitful and multiply. So somebody calls you, somebody reaches out to you and say, be fruitful and multiply. What is the person doing? The person is, the, the person is evoking or conferring divine favor, conferring good things upon your life. That is what it means to be blessed. When you come to the verse number 28, you will see right there and then also, the Lord began to evoke blessings upon humankind. Humankind. And so in the verse number 28, it says, then, then God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the best of the air, and over every living thing that moves on earth. Now, this is God, the Father of fathers, conferring or evoking blessings by way of words upon human beings. He started with non-humans, and then he came to human beings. He evoked words and said, have dominion over all these other things that I have created prior. Are you with me, somebody? Mm -hmm. Have dominion. So that was the second time that the word blessing was used. God bless you so much, the man of God, Reverend Chris Asari. I see you on the line. God bless you, man of God. Amen. And so he, that was God evoking words. Blessing involves the evocation of words, speaking words of favor or looking upon somebody with favor. That is what it means to, 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 to bless somebody. Hallelujah. To bless somebody. Now, blessings, what one thing you need to know concerning blessings is that blessings are set to manifest according to the season and the time of life as intended by God. The number one thing you need to know. 
we speak of blessings. Blessings are set to manifest according to the season and time of life as intended by God. In other words, blessings are bound on the or they are tied to seasons and to time. When your season and your time has not come, bear in mind that it means that your blessing is not ready and so you need to wait patiently or you need to do what is needful to be able to evoke that blessing. Somebody's blessing may fall at a certain time. Yours may fall at another time. It doesn't mean that you have been forgotten. It means that you are in line. You have to wait for your time of your blessing or for the time of the release of your blessing. It means, when we talk of release, it means that something is being held until a certain moment and it is released and it is open for you to be able to flow freely into it. Amen. And so you will understand that when you read Genesis, the chapter number 12, in Genesis, the chapter number 12, the verse numbers, the verse number, number two and three, the Lord God called Abraham and he began to speak to him and he began to share some things with him. If you can go to Genesis chapter number 12, the verse number two and three, there God began to speak to Abraham, Abraham a man called Abraham, concerning blessing. But see how God dealt with him over then. In the verse two, then it says that, let's read verse one. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Okay? And then what will happen from verse two? I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. It says what? I will. And I want you to underline the word I will. When somebody says, somebody says I will, it means that something will be done at a certain time. It means that it has not been done yet, but it will be done at an appropriate time. I will. Ooh. Amen? Amen. So I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. Amen. And I shall, and I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Shall. In other words, it will happen at a certain time. I will curse him who curses you. So anybody who dares to curse you in the future, I will also deal with that person as well. And so blessings are bound by time and they are bound by season. You must understand that, child of God, so that you do not become envious of another person. So that you don't tell us another person when God has an assignment for them and God is moving them in their assignment at a certain time. Don't be angry. Don't be jealous. Rather, just stay. Just wait patiently and say, Lord, I thank you for my brother, for where you are carrying him to. I thank you for what you are doing with my sister. But I know that my time and my season is coming. Mm -hmm. by, by time. 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 There are seasons and times. 
God, he works with seasons and time. How is it that God can call a man, Abraham, and at the age of 75, and said that I will bless you, you shall be the father of many nations. And as until that time, he never had a son. He never had a child. It took 25 solid years before the promised child, Isaac, came along. It is bound by time. And when God begins to bless you, I want you to understand that's something that we are unpacking the mystery of blessing. When God begins to bless you, the blessing it is not just for you. The blessing is to pave way. It is supposed to allow others to flow freely. Until the blessing can cause others to flow freely, it is not a blessing. Until others can move freely, until others can say that indeed I have become blessed by the hand of this man of God. I have become blessed by the help of this woman of God. It is not a blessing because it is not flowing freely. Oh. So go to Genesis the chapter number 15. In Genesis the chapter number 15, you will see that from the verse number 18, God begins to speak to Abraham once again. And there the language or the tone changes. It changes to something that has become concrete. It changes to something that is deeper. So the verse number verse number 18 of Genesis the chapter number 15. What do you see over there? So from verse 17, it says, and it came to pass when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between the pieces. Verse 18. On the, on the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying to your descendant, I have given here he says what he didn't say I will give. Here he says what I have given this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Canaanite, the Kazanite, and all of them, and to the Jebusite. Now God was speaking in concrete terms. He took something for God to arrive at this place where he was saying to Abraham that I have given. He's changed his tone from I will give, and now I have given. The blessing that I promised you in, the chap in chapter number 12, now I have given unto you that which I promised you. Now you need to understand something happened again. The blessing happened after an event took place. I will show you that event as we move on. The second thing about the blessing that you must understand is that the receiver of the blessing must provoke the blessing out of the mouth of the giver of the blessing. Oh. Let me say that again. I said the, the, the receiver of the blessing must provoke a word out of the mouth of the giver of the blessing. 
let me tell you, this year I went to Ghana. And when I went, as a matter of fact, last year I went to Ghana. And when I went and I had opportunity to sit with my father, I hadn't seen him in a while. And in conversation, we were talking and I said to him, please pray for me. I brought him some stuff and I said, please pray for me. I don't know what the man, I don't know what my father was thinking, but I know what I was looking for. I was looking for a word out of the mouth of the man that gave birth to me. You understand that? <laughs> I, I, I said I was one. I was provoking. I wanted a word because I said to you that one, when we speak of blessing, a blessing means, or to bless means what? To pronounce words or to confer or evoke divine favor upon a being. And so when I went, I said to him, that pray for me. I knelt down and the man began to speak some word and he began to provoke a word. He began to pronounce some word upon my life. And this year, the same, I went to him and I said to him again, I have come again. You must bless me again. Pray for me, I said. Next year, I will go and I will lay down and I will tell the man who gave birth to me. I said, bless me once again because a father is the one that stands in the gap. Oh, for you, a father is the one that stands in the gap and in the place of covenant for his family or for his children, child of God, I am here urging you, if your father is alive, don't miss that opportunity. If you can call him, call him and say, oh boy, how are you doing? I am checking on you. I want you to do something for me. You see, it doesn't matter whether he goes to church or not. There is one thing you want from his mouth. Say, Father, bless me. I want you to open your mouth and begin to speak words of blessings over my life because I know when you speak, it shall come to pass. Let me tell you, you can never ever joke with the blessing of the Father. When the Father speaks, something happens. When a true Father speaks, the heavens begin to listen. The atmosphere begins to open and the shift begins to take place in the realms of the supernatural. Don't take for granted the words of the Father. Don't take for granted the blessings of the Father if I were you. I would take the phone and call my father in the morning and say, I miss you. I hope you're doing well. I was thinking about you, but I feel I feel that that you should pray for me. You pray for me over the phone, but I will come and see you again in person. And when you are going, carry something with you and say, Father, I came. You don't need anything from me, but I brought you something. Just pray for me and release a blessing over my life. In the name of Jesus, amen. I hope Thank somebody, I hope you're not sleeping. Hmm. If you are sleeping, know. you are making a mistake. Don't sleep. No word. And sometimes that father can be the man of God that God has given to you. That father can be the man of God that God has positioned in your life. That man of God may not be able to give birth to you physically, 
but in the realm of the spirit, he has been raised as a father for you. For Bible says that Joseph was raised as a father for Pharaoh. Pharaoh was older, but he was looking up to Joseph because he knew there was something about Joseph. He needed that thing that Joseph carried out. The words of Joseph carried weight. And so Pharaoh now was depending upon Joseph. And so Joseph became a father unto Pharaoh. And all the days that Joseph spent with Pharaoh, the land of Egypt became blessed in the midst of famine, in the midst of difficulties all around the cities, the cities all around. There was famine everywhere, but there was abundance of food in the land of Egypt because the Lord raised Joseph as a father unto Pharaoh. And whatever Joseph said, Pharaoh listened. Let me tell you, for God will bring a man of God. Don't look down upon that man of God. The other day I said to you that as I was listening to a word of God, a man of God spoke, and he said that don't see the man of God that has been put in your life as a parasite. He is not a parasite. He is in your life for a reason. I said that man of God is not a parasite. Can you imagine Elijah went to this woman, and if the woman said that, Sir, I have nothing. First, he said, Give me water to drink. He says, Okay, while he was going, while she was going, he says, Can you bring me some bread and something to eat? And he said, Sir, we don't have anything. The only thing we have is a small a muscle. A muscle, a muscle, a muscle, a muscle of flour and a little jar of oil. I am going to make this now for me and my son to eat and die. And the man of God said, make for me first and let me eat. If somebody dare say this thing today, somebody will insult the man of God from heaven to toe. Please, if you are insulting man of God, stop it. Because for God will position a man of God in your life and he shall be a father. A true man of God knows how to deal with the children. A true man of God does not deceive his children. A true man of God does not rob his children. God defends and protects his children instantly, you understand? But he knows to provoke the blessing. And so he said to the woman, give me, let me eat first. The, uh, the woman of Zarephath, he says, give me, let me eat first. And the woman obeyed. And Bible says that from that day onwards, oh, flour and oil never ceased in the house of this woman. For God will bring a father to you. That father will release the blessing. The blessing it will abide. Many will see. And indeed, you shall be called the blessed one. The father Amen. releases the blessings. Don't think of your man of God. Don't think of the father that's been put in your life as a parasite. He is no parasite. He is in your life to help you. He is in your life to lift you up. Let me tell you. 
So this time, uh, God uses human beings uh, to carry his agenda forward. No wonder he brought Jesus in the form of a man to carry the agenda forward. God will use human beings uh, if you will learn to trust and obey him. If you will learn to trust and obey him. If you will learn and stop listening uh, to the folks in the world uh, who are deceiving you. Uh, in the last days, there will be false teachings. Uh, people will rise up uh, with all manner of things. Uh, the things that they have with them, they will have all manner of constructions, uh, all manner of creativity to lie to you and tell you, uh, don't mind this man of God. Don't do that. This small boy, uh, listen, you may, I may be small boy in age, uh, but in the realm of the spirit, uh, I have been anointed as a father. And when I speak a word by the grace of God, uh, it will manifest uh, and it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. A father must release a blessing. The receiver must provoke the blessing. So in Genesis, the chapter number 27, you will see the story of Isaac and his two sons, Esau, and then Jacob. And when the time had come, the days of Jacob, the days of Isaac, they were numbered. He said to his son, he called his son, Esau, come here. I want you to go into the forest and go and kill again and come and prepare something for me to eat. And when I finish eating, I will bless you. You must provoke the blessing. Something has to happen. Something must take place. Uh, and sometimes people will say, oh, don't mind this man of God. They all they are looking for is all that. Let me tell you, even in the physical realm, uh, something must provoke something uh, before something can happen. You don't just get up and marry anybody. You must look at the person uh, and something inside of you must jump uh, and say, nah, now she has shown me that she is a woman. Uh, so I must marry her. Why do you marry a but you did not marry B huh? because A provoked something huh, in your life. He said, this one is a wife material for this one is a play material. Mm -hmm. The receiver must provoke something. In John the chapter number 16, verse 24, Jesus said to them, up until now you have not me anything. You have not provoked anything. You have not asked anything. Ask my father in heaven. Ask him in my name and he will give it to you so that your joy may be full. Provoke. Provoke. Please. You must be spiritual. Don't allow the world to lie to you. Don't allow the knowledge and the wisdom of this world to lie to you about that which is yours. Blessings are spiritual. You must provoke them. If you can go on Facebook and then share. If you're on Facebook, go ahead. Share the broadcast for me. Just share it. Just share it so that others can also be blessed. Matthew, the chapter number seven, verse seven, says, ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. He continues further and further and says, even you who are sinners, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your father in heaven. Father is the one that releases. The father does not hold. 
the father releases. The father sees the needs of the children and says, listen, I've got you, son. I've got you, daughter. I see you've made terrible mistakes. When you read the story of the prodigal son, a true father was displayed over them. The father saw the mistake of his son. And when the son realized that he made a mistake, he said, let me go back to my father. And the true father said, I thank God that you have found true repentance. Welcome back home again, son. For the doors are open. For as for me, you continue to remain my son. A father must check his temper. Be careful, father. And don't be so hot-headed that you will send your children into the bush for them to be killed. A father must open up and say, I receive you, welcome home. Please share for me. I'm about to conclude. And here I want you to understand that the career of the blessing with the father must of a necessity pass the value of the blessing and the blessing itself onto the next generation for it to make impact. So some people carry the blessing into their grave because they say their children don't deserve because their children were so disrespectful they don't deserve But the true father must carry on the value. He must pass it on. Abraham passed on the value of the blessing. What is the value? The value of the blessing is hard work. The value of the blessing is diligence. The value of the blessing is honesty. He passed it on to Isaac. No wonder when you read the Genesis, the chapter number 26, it speaks of Isaac in the land where he dwelt. It says that Isaac worked hard. And in one season he planted, in the same season, he reaped a hundredfold. His father passed that blessing on to him. The father passed the blessing on. Amen? And the father passed the blessing on. A blessing must be passed on. The value Hard work, honesty, truthfulness, diligence, patience. These are the value of the blessing. Whenever a person carries these values, there is no way that person will lack in blessing. Keep the value to the child, Isaac. And Isaac saw a need to carry it forward. He worked hard. And then he became so blessed. He became so great. When you read Genesis, the chapter number 26, verse 12, God, the guy became so great until he became great. He works great until he became so great. Fathers and mothers over here, don't be stingy. Don't hide the blessing. A father must release. Release it. Release it. The next thing you need to know is that the blessing does not 
or the blessing cannot manifest where there is contention. And so in Genesis chapter number 13, from verse 14 and 15, after, after Abraham and Lord had parted ways, the Lord said, come now, let me show you. So let me show you. Now that you have parted ways with this guy, I'm going to show you something. Amen? So Genesis 13, the verse number 14, and the Lord said to Abraham, after Lord had separated from him, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which ye see, I give to you and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. So that if a man could number them, the dust of the earth, then your descendant also could be numbered. So the blessing cannot thrive. The blessing cannot flow when there is contention. Father, mother on the line, make sure that you resolve the contention between your children. If there's any contention, resolve it. Resolve it before you pass into eternity. Show them how to love each other. Tell them that, listen, I am the one who is leaving you this blessing. If, I had, if I'm not living forever, it means that you also not live forever. There is no need fighting over something that you did not work for. I work for it. I am passing it over to you. Don't fight over it. Don't try to be lost over it. Don't fight over that which you did not originate. Don't fight over that which did not start from you. Don't fight over blessing. Teach your children how not to fight over the blessings you are leaving them. Teach them to cohabit and dwell together in love and in unity. For the blessing cannot manifest where there is strife and where there is confusion. God waited until Lord went his way and says, now your season has come. Now you shall walk in the blessing that I promise you. Finally, the blessings of the Lord, it comes with certainty and assurance. In Genesis the chapter number 15, verse 4, you will see the Lord, Abraham, Abraham had a word with God and said, you said that I should come and serve you. You will bless me. But up until now, I have no child. Eliezer of Damascus is the one that is going to take over me. That's going to inherit, my, inherit me when I die. The Lord said, be still, my son. Just be cool. Be patient. Eliezer is not the one that is going to inherit you. I have given you a sure word. Somebody say a sure word or type a sure word. Because what you need for that blessing uh, to manifest is assurance. Uh, and the assurance you have is that God he is the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he has said it, uh, we did not do it. He is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should confess. I tell you, whatever God has said to you, it shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. In Genesis, the chapter number 17, verse 1 and 2, now the Lord called Abraham and said, now has my covenant, my covenant, now my covenant is with you. He was reminding him, he was assuring him. 
A father is the one that carries the blessing. Genesis 32, verse 26, the Bible says that and, and, and Jacob had an encounter with the angel and he asked the angel, what are you doing here? And the angel said, what are you doing here? He began to wrestle with him and he noticed that this man is not an ordinary man. He said that until you bless me, I will not let you go. He understood that there is importance or the importance of a word flowing from the mouth of another or the one that carries the greeting or the one that carries the unction to release. It is not everybody that can release the word unto you, but the one that can release it when you find him. Don't joke with him. When you find him, do not disrespect him. I said this is the key and the mystery into to walking in your blessing. I am talking about a release of the Father's blessing. When the Father releases them, it shall surely happen. In Genesis the chapter number 49, a time came when Jacob was about to die. He called his sons and said, gather around me and let me tell you what is going to become of you. Let me tell you what is going to be for you. In other words, gather and hear the word that I'm going to speak to you. I am going to evoke. I am going to confess a word. If you will listen to this, for this is what is going to become of you. And he spoke. He began to Concerning Reuben, how unstable Reuben shall become because Reuben disrespected him. Reuben went into his bed and slept with his, with his, with his girlfriend. Don't do that. Child, don't disrespect your father in heaven. Don't go and stand somewhere and begin to bow mouth your man of God and begin to bow mouth your father. It is so sad how people they come and talk to you and they get they get information from you and they carry it somewhere and they go and talk as if there's no sense in their head and they begin to disgrace the man of God, the one that stands in the presence of God and prays for you, you disgrace them, you, you shame them secretly, and then you come back, you wipe your mouth as though nothing has been said, as though nothing has gone on. Child of God, let me tell you, what you are doing is that for you have provoked something, but what you have provoked is not a blessing, you have provoked a curse. But I pray that the Lord will have mercy over somebody who did not know but made a mistake and did such a thing. May the Lord have mercy on you and tonight, as the father of this house, I stand and I am releasing a blessing over you wherever you are. If you are under the sound of my voice, I pronounce blessings over you. I release grace to come upon you. And as Abraham released inheritance to Isaac, and as Isaac blessed his son, I release, may you have the fatness of this land. Whichever land you are standing on, I am standing on this soil called America. I am declaring that the blessings of this land it shall be yours as long as you are under the sound of my voice. And if only you believe in the anointing of my life, I release it unto you. And I am declaring long life will be your portion. Tonight I stand here with this water in my hand. I release and I declare, and as I drink it down, I am drinking life for you. For you, receive life, receive life, receive life, receive life. For you will not die prematurely, for that is cancelled. 
out of your life. Wherever you have fallen short in this life, I am praying that there shall be a lifting up again. Rise up on your feet wherever you fell. Son, daughter, rise up. Wherever you are struggling in ministry, rise up and stand them. Rise up and stand as Isaiah said, Arise, shine, for that light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. In other words, the light has come, and the blessings they are flowing, they will not. And your head will not be missing. You shall receive that which is yours. God forbid that somebody will step ahead of you and take your blessing. I prophesy tonight. If anybody has gotten ahead of you, any that that has gotten ahead of you, I pray tonight. I remove them. I remove them. I remove them. And I pour the oil and I pour the blessings of, over you. I pour the wealth of the earth over somebody who is listening to me. If you open your arms like this, I am pouring blessings. See you, Jesus. He has poured an oil and said, pour this oil over my people. I release an oil that will distinguish an oil that will bring blessing upon you. It is your portion. I give it to you. Such as I have received, I release on you. Or to you, from now onwards, you will not count coins. You will count bills. From now on, you will write checks. You will will not pay money to the doctors because you have received eternal healing in your system. You have received healing in your body. I pray for someone that has got is going through any issues with the immigration. I prophesy mm-hmm. that the end has come. The end has come. The end. You should receive a letter. They will write to you and say your situation. It has been resolved. Divine resolve. Divine resolve. The job. They will hire you. The hustle that others go through. I said, I am pronouncing blessing somebody. If I were you, I would have and begin evening. I said, the hustle that others from today, that hustle, it has ended. It has ended. For you will not go through the same hustle. Your moment of blessing, the release of the Father's blessing, it has been. By the, by the action over my life from now 
person, your life will be perfumed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father God. I want you to everybody on me for a second begin to speak in the language of the spirit because I have released the it is up on you. the father has released him and he has given me authority through the word of my mother oh, to, pro to pronounce it if I were you open your mouth and begin to get a hold I received the out of that Thank you. 
Who's not on the sound of my voice? Colin P. I prefer your perfume that from now on, if I is going to be with sin in the mind of God Jesus Christ. God, who's on the my voice? Can hear me. I bless you. God bless you. My apostle, I thank my son in the Lord. The Lord bless you. I release blessings over you. Somebody, if you have your credit, if you have your ATM card or anything, I want you to lift it up. I am releasing a blessing. It make it rich and it ask me. Proverb the chapter number it will make everything concerning you rich in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so lift up your wallet, lift up your purse, lift up anything that represents wealth or money, and I pray. Amen. For you will not lack any spirit of I banish you out of the life of these people. I declare testimonies, testimonies, amen. We possess and release it to the children of God so that they would use it to better. Kingdom and kingdom in the I pray for you that it will not lack. I pray for you. You shall have, you shall have, you shall, you shall have. You receive the reward. You receive the reward in hundredfold as Isaac. In hundredfold, I prophesy that you receive me in hundredfold. I believe. Amen. 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 With your right hand, your head, I release in the final blessing, and I have, we are going to end it here. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, put your right hand.
there is an oil that flows from the Father. And Bible said that when the time came for Elijah, the prophet to live, Elisha the Tishbite was following him. He said that, Father, wherever you go, I will follow you. It is said that Elisha was the one that was pouring water upon the hand of the man of God, or his father. And as he continued to pour water until the last moment, and when the father asked him, he said, son, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> he said, father, I want a double portion of the anointing over you. And the father said, you have asked a difficult thing, but nevertheless, if you see me being carried away, then it shall come to pass. But if I'm not carried away, it will not come to pass. Look and behold, the time came. The chariot of fire came forth, and the man of God, he was carried away, and suddenly the mantle was released, and Elisha took hold of that mantle. Oh my goodness. And then, and then the river Jordan surrounded him, and it smote the river, and indeed the river parted, and when the river parted, there were some prophets that were standing behind her. They were gossiping. They were saying all sorts of things about him, about Elisha. Look at him. His mother is being taken away. He has become miserable. We will see him. Can he even be able to preach again? We will see his church will collapse. His members will leave him out. Goodness. But suddenly, when the mantle dropped and he figured out, and he smothered the river, and he began to walk through. Bible says that they all saw with their eyes. And indeed, they said, indeed, the spirit of Elijah rests upon Elisha. And they all bowed down before him. The enemies will bow before him. Tonight, I am pronouncing a blessing that will cause your enemies that will cause your enemies. They will come and they will come and bow before you because I am speaking a sure word. This word is it is not of my mouth. It is of God. I prophesy a new mantle, a new mantle that is coming upon you. Receive this mantra. Receive it. Receive it too. I and reign over them and rule over them. Anybody that wrote you over tonight. Uh, you will, you will testify that indeed, uh, Lord, you have given me an upper hand uh, over my enemies. The Amen. Lord God uh, gave hand uh, upper hand over Penina. Uh, so tonight, uh, you somebody uh, who they've been mocking, who they've been laughing at, uh, your story is changing uh, by this it pronouncement, uh, by this invocation, <laughs> and by inspiration. I prophesy you are blessed. Uh, I see some things falling off. I see some things coming off of some people. Somebody can feel some things all around you. Some things all around you. Something is that garment of shame. It is being taken away. You are now going to be called the blesser. For they will look at you and they will see you are greater in the glorious garment. It is garment of favor. 
garment of glory is the garment of power.